Hey, DJ, have you seen the new Morbius movie? Nope, I don't think I have. Yeah, me neither. Hollywood lately has just been an endless cesspool of garbage. We're a couple of guys who like to watch movies. Cinema nerds who made it our duty to make a show where we break down, discuss, and review. We're the men who watch movies. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Men Who Watch Movies. My name is DJ. And my name is Alec. And here today, we're going to talk about current events. Yes. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Of course, uh, you know, the new Morbius movie is out. Uh, we haven't seen it, and I don't think we have any plans to see it in theaters. But we'll probably catch it uh, when it comes out on uh, streaming. What do you think? Uh, you know, maybe. I'm not sure. You know, I mean, I, I have this, you know, feeling about, like, you know, this new Morbius and stuff like that. Because I, I don't know if you're going through the comic books that much or I don't know what's going on. But, you know... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not too enthused about it. As Sony, it's, they're just not doing it for me. Same thing with WB. I feel like they're just totally failing at trying to build a cinematic universe. Uh, but, you know, uh, a lot of people are giving it hate. And uh, I feel like, you know, I mean, I've been kind of shitting on it, too. <laughs> but uh, I'm willing to give it a chance. But I'm, I'm not going to pay uh, good money to go see it in theaters. I'll probably probably catch it uh, when it comes out on demand or whatever. Uh, but we're going to talk about it a little bit and, you know, what people are saying about it. Uh, some of the, uh, you know, we're, we might we might delve. We don't usually do spoilers on this show, but we might delve into some of the spoilers that leaked because the director himself actually kind of leaked some of the spoilers. So we're, we're going to discuss a little bit of that. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, our kind of impressions of what we've seen from the trailers and whatnot and uh, people's reactions. Also, uh, we're going to talk a bit about Bruce Willis, of course. Uh, I'm sure everyone's heard already that he's retired from acting due to an illness. And uh, we're going to discuss some of our favorite Bruce Willis movies. Uh, do a little uh, salute uh, to the Bruce man. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and delve into that. But first, we're going to get into a little movie news. And uh, this week in movie news, uh, like I just mentioned, Bruce Willis is retiring. Uh, now, this broke last week. We were going to mention it, but uh, unfortunately, we heard a little too late. Uh, so I'm including it in this week's movie news. Uh, he has a affliction called aphasia and it's affecting his, uh, his cognitive, you know, cognitive abilities, uh, his ability to memorize. Unfortunately, um, I'm not going to get too much into the de- details of his medical stuff because it's, you know, that's his business. Uh, but unfortunately he's, he's going to have to retire from acting and, uh, you know, that, that's, that's very sad and you know, I wish him the best. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's very, very sad. I, I, I wish him the best. I hope he feels better. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I hope he feels better. You know, my prayers are with him. Definitely. And I think the best thing to do is, uh, you know, just appreciate his body of work, look back on his movies. And I think that's, you know, that's what he would want. Yep. Also, uh, Jim Carrey announced that he might be retiring from acting. Uh, he was doing a press uh, recently for the new Sonic movie. And he was saying that uh, he thinks that he might be done. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know if he's done. I mean, like, you know, maybe maybe he is. I'm not sure. But, you know, I mean, you know, Jim Carrey's been an iconic legend for years and years and years. So I, I, I doubt if he's going to retire. Maybe he is. I'm not sure. Um, we'll just see on the news press. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about that stuff. But, hey, I mean, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, you know, I hope Jim Carrey's okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't really trust him at his word. He's he's been he's known to be a nut, uh, especially when he's doing interviews. He just kind of goes 
it goes off on tangents and whatnot. So I will, I'll, you know, we'll see what happens. FF Filling, he'll probably do some more movies, but you know, who knows? He could be pulling another weird, like, um, he does a lot of like stunts during interviews and whatnot. And I don't know. It's kind of weird that he announced it like, like almost right after Bruce Willis said he was retiring. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that man's head. He's a little cuckoo. Uh, but I don't know if that's just by design or whatnot. I know he's very into that weird, like meta kind of humor where, you know, kind of like Andy Kaufman where you don't know if he's lying or not. And then it just, he's, he's just a very strange man, <laughs> but definitely an icon. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this isn't it for him. Uh, I do enjoy, I do enjoy seeing him in movies. Uh, and of course, uh, Will Smith is still in the news. Everyone's still talking about that slap, right? Oh yeah. That slap heard around the world. Ooh, it's still ringing in my ears, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, apparently he resigned from the Academy. You hear about that? Yep. I heard about that. And I think that was so inappropriate of him, but you know, he's been on low profile for some years and nowadays he's like, he's on super low profile. So I guess, I mean, he's going to have to lay low now, right? <laughs> gonna have to lay low yeah i'm not going to comment on whether you know i think he was right or wrong everyone has their own opinion but uh you know i'm just reporting on the facts here uh yeah so he resigned i think he got ahead of the curve he was probably feared that the academy was gonna kick him out so he decided to resign on his own accord and uh, fortunately you know i mean he's being canceled now um uh, of course, there was a movie that was supposed to happen on Netflix uh, called Fast and Loose that's been put on pause. And uh, there was talk about a, a Bad Boys 4 um, that he got uh, some script pages for that's going to be put on hold as well. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's you know, that's just uh, what's going on. And then, uh, of course, uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, the one who played Pennywise in the uh, It movies. He's uh, been tapped to be the lead in the Crow reboot. What do you think about that? Oh, it's going to be awesome. You know, it's going to be really, really awesome because, you know, it has like all this stuff. And, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's going to happen one day. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to check that out. I mean, the, the, the original Crow movie was iconic. Brandon Lee. Um, who knows? I mean, it's going to be definitely hard to kind of uh, surpass that image that he created in that movie. But I feel like, you know, he's uh, he's a good um person to take up that task i mean he did an excellent wise as, uh he did an excellent job as pennywise sorry uh sometimes uh my brain gets a little uh twisted around i'm not a smart man <laughs> but uh you know uh yeah I'll, let me work out my uh my jitters here my uh my brain twisty word giddy stucky uppy uh okay moving on moving on <laughs> uh morbius uh like we were talking about is actually doing pretty good in theaters uh i think that's partially because there's not really much much out right now uh they got 39 million domestically 84 million uh overseas yeah you know it, it is what it is you know it made a lot of money uh i'm gonna wait till it comes out on a streaming service or if it just comes out on dvd because you know me i'm just you know I, I don't know if it's worth watching, but it's kind of confusing from what I'm hearing because, you know, there's like so much dimension stuff, so much stuff that it's like, why is uh, Jared Leto in this movie? Because he's like, he looks like he's like, he looks like he's been in like some horror films and he, he just looks angry all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he wasn't a bad choice for that role. I, I mean, he's a great actor, but 
Uh, I just personally for me, I mean, I feel like I'm prejudging it. Like, like a lot of people, and a lot of people are catching flack because they're prejudging this movie and, you know, I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> but I think it's just because I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be like the worst movie ever. And a lot, a lot of people are actually saying that they do like this movie, but I just feel like Sony, it, it ain't it for me. Like, I feel like they're just, they're just one of those studios who just, they don't know how to treat their properties. And they're most they're they're mostly focused, kind of like Warner Brothers, mostly focused on trying to build this cinematic universe, but without putting you know the movie at the forefront, without trying to make a good movie first. They're just trying to build a universe to you know to make money, which obviously you know the movie business is about making money, but they don't put the artistic integrity at the forefront, uh, which I think it's just very sad. You know, I mean they 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 could they have a lot of good characters in their wheelhouse, and they're just totally they're just not they're just not doing a good job. And uh, finally, uh, last bit of news here. Uh, sadly, Estelle Harris, uh, known as the mother of George Costanza and uh, Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies, has passed away. What do you have to say about that? Oh, it, it's very sad. You know, I didn't expect it, but eh, you know, it. It. I, I guess. Um, I guess you know, um, just sad stuff happens. It's out of our control, but you know. It is what it is. Definitely. Uh, at least she lived a long life, and uh, we wish her serenity now. Well, uh, this is it for this week in movie news, and let's get on with the show. Uh, so, uh, you know, like we're talking about Morbius, uh, yeah, you know, I think we'll definitely wait uh, to see it on demand. But um, I don't know. What do you think about the, all this harsh criticism it's getting? Oh, I don't know. I mean, about Morbius? Yeah, I mean, because it's gotten a lot of criticism even before the movie came out, before a lot of people saw it. And, you know, I've I've been shitting on it, too. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I'm one of them. Uh, But what do you think? What do you think about all this criticism? Well, you know, since, you know, the topic is brought brought up, I do believe that um, it's been different a lot. I mean, as long as I can remember, you know, uh, they want to make a new version of Morbius, and uh, and I don't see where it's going because it's maybe it's going to a Sinister Six. I have no idea. Vulture has a little cameo. I'm not gonna spoil it, but I am pretty sure he, there's something going on with this. I'm not sure what's gonna happen, nah. but I mean it's not know. really a spoiler. They put it in the in the trailer, and then the director even talked about it during an interview. So um, I just think it's weird that I don't know. They're just still trying to force this. Uh, like this weird Sony villain universe, and it's like, and then it's like all these Spider-Man villains, but Spider-Man's not around. Like, I don't know, it's something about it just very unexciting to me. And I know it's not really fair to to kind of judge it without seeing it, but like I was, like I mentioned before, it just, I don't know, it just, I feel like their their heart isn't in the right place when they're making these movies, and um, you know, I mean, of course, you know, Marvel Studios, not not to be like a Marvel Studios fanboy or whatever, but. I mean, of course, they're all about making money first and foremost, but I feel like at least they have a little bit of, uh, you know, better intention when it comes to trying to craft their universe. And they're they're more uh, intentional with, you know, with it rather than Sony or even like I mentioned WB. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. What do you think? Well, you know, it's a lot different, you know, and um, you in keeping with the spirit of movies, I, I guess, you know, they're trying to keep things on a different platform. I suppose that they're trying to make everything, you know, different, you know, fresh, new, but kind of thing. I, I kind of think that it's a little different, but I think that they should, you know, focus on the other stuff, but I don't know why they're, I don't know why Sony's doing all this stuff, but I wish they wouldn't, I wish they would just, you know, give it to Kevin Feige. Yeah. I, I, yeah. They're never going to do that though. It's like, you know, it, they have like, 
this this big money making property and they're going to hold on to it as long as they can, which is unfortunate because I feel like, I mean, although, you know, you know, Marvel studios being owned by Disney now, they're not, you know, they haven't been doing the best lately uh, with some of their choices, but I feel like overall um, they've been, they've been hitting it. They've been hitting it out of the park uh, in terms of Spider-Man. I mean, look at the stuff they're doing with no way home. And I feel like they're just, they treat the character so much better than Sony at this point, um, I feel like if 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 Sony's going to do anything, at least they should they should pick up. Um, why not capitalize off of No Way Home and they should start picking up some of their older properties again, like do an amazing uh, the Amazing Spider Man three. That's what everyone's everyone's been wanting. They should have. That's what they should have done with Morbius. They should have tied it into that, and I feel like it would have been a, a better movie for it. But you know, I, I feel like they're just too busy focusing on trying to build their own like a their own little villain universe. I don't know what that's about. But it's just weird and not interested. Uh, but like I said, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and see it. But just I'm not going to pay theater prices to go see it right now. <laughs> it, it, it's just not worth it. But uh, if it comes on DVD, I'll probably watch it. If it comes on a streaming service, then I'll watch it. But, you know, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, uh, it it is what it is. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so why don't we... Uh, get into the main event here um so uh bruce willis um i want to i want to discuss some of our favorite movies of his i mean he has such an extensive uh, uh catalog of movies um but i think one of the first uh, ones i want to talk about and of course i think the one that he's most famous for arguably i mean there's he's in a lot a lot of great movies die hard what do you think about die hard Oh, it's phenomenal. It's excellent. You know, I like the way that Ellen Rickman's in the movie. I like the way that, you know, Bruce Willis is in there because, you know, he's like, you know, dodging the bullets. He's like, you know, he's a hero of the movie. He's fighting the bad guys. He's like, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. But, you know, I mean, like he he has he had an excellent career, but I don't know why he's but he's retiring because of the of uh, aphasia and whatnot. But I hope he's feeling better. We all wish him a speedy recovery. Oh, definitely. Um, the Die Hard definitely a freaking classic. Um, I mean, it's just it's just one of those roles that you know it's gonna live on in everyone's memories forever. Um, what what was your favorite movie? Uh, I'm sorry, what was your favorite part about that movie? The first Die Hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the one where the villains are entering the Nakatomi Plaza building, and of course, uh, Bruce Willis is gonna save the day, and uh. Reginald Van Johnson, who plays the cop, he's in there, of course, and he's like doing this, you know, shtick and whatnot. He's like, you know, uh-huh. doing his stuff, and you know, oh, nobody yeah. expected it, but you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know. He's in there, he's he's having some fun, you know. There's lots of stuff, and you know, uh, you know, uh, I just think that you know that maybe he should, you know, make more movies and whatnot. But I understand about Bruce Willis and his condition. It's very, 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 very serious. But I just think that, you know, uh, we just wish him a speedy recovery and we wish him, you know, uh, we, we we just want him to feel better. Yeah, definitely. Um, you brought up uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. That, 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 yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie there. Just the interaction between the two. Of course, you know, Carl Winslow from uh, Family Matters. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, it's been a long time ago. But nowadays, I guess the characters have aged pretty well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I uh I haven't seen him in a whole lot lately uh but he I 
I think I saw him a few years ago in an episode of It's Always Sunny. He played a judge or something. Oh, yes, he did. He, he, he played a judge. And of course, you know, yeah. being the funny guy he is. Oh, he was going to be on the original Ghostbusters, but I guess they they cast him out and they and, and they uh, gave him the small role where he's like, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah, hey, Ghostbusters, the, the mayor wants to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played a cop. I, I would like to think in my mind, and not to get too off topic here. I know we're talking about Bruce Willis movies, but uh, I'd like to think that uh, in uh, that uh, Carl Winslow exists in the Ghostbusters universe. And I feel like that. I like to think that's him. And also in the Die Hard, I like to think they're a part of an interconnected universe in my mind. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you're right. He is in that movie. Hey, Ghostbusters, the mayor wants to see you guys. The whole island's going crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is what it is, but you know, not to get too off topic, but the soda company who's inventing the IHOP, maple syrup, Pepsi, I mean, holy <laughs> shnikes, what, what's going on? I mean, like, you what? know, do we always, I mean, is, this is, it's dangerous, it's, it's, it, it, it is what it is, but you know, but oh my God. <laughs> what you, now that's really off topic, now, now we're really, really getting off topic here, that's dangerously off topic. Um, yeah, I heard, I did hear about that, that is weird. Well, it's not going to be any swords because, you know, people are going to probably drink him. It's like, you know, what the shnikes is going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, that is a weird, weird thing. I don't know. I mean, uh, cereals are already sweetened. They're going to make Pepsi a little more sweeter. It's like, you know, what the shnikes is going on? Yeah. I don't know what it is with that. Like, uh. What a weird, what a weird flavor to it's, try. It's uh, you know, the soda companies and they're and they're you know partnering with you know IHOP as per their usual agreement. But I have no idea what is going on. But oh, it's you a know crazy stuff. Wait, so wasn't that like an April? That, that wasn't like an April Fool's joke, was it? Oh no, it was real. It was real. But actually, you're supposed to, if you actually want the taste of it, you're supposed to per, you're supposed to get it on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, something like I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like gimmicky. I, I know we're getting really off topic here, but I'm not a fan of like gimmicky flavors. I mean, you know, I mean, like you know, it is what it is. But although, you know, although you know what I did dig, I, I, I did, uh, I did dig like those uh, when they had like those Lay's chips that were like different flavors, like those gourmet flavors. Oh yeah, I mean, the the um, chicken I, and waffles one, man, that was good. That yeah. Was, but normally, I don't really like like stuff with like gimmicky flavors. Especially yeah, you know, I mean, I I, I don't understand why they have to put maple syrup in. Pepsi, I mean, Pepsi's already sweeter. It's the American drink. I mean, like, you know, it's been on for years and years and years. It's like, what's going on? I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of gimmicky flavors. This sort of thing ain't my bag, baby. Yeah. Anyway, let's take it. Let's take it back. We've, we've gone. We've gone too far away from our topic here uh die we hard apologize. i think we left out no no that's cool that's cool we're just we're, we're, we're riffing right now we're uh we're just kind of spitting spitting our words here um die hard though that die hard movie um definitely iconic uh my, my my favorite scenes is when he has the gun uh behind his back right he has the duct tape to his back and he's uh he, he's trying to pretend like he um you know because they where they take him hostage or whatnot not um and then he, oh, you know, iconic, the most iconic, uh, one of the lines in movie history, uh, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Oh yeah, so iconic. You know, I think you know Bruce Willis is a badass actor. I think what's good, what's cool about that role too is like he's not, he wasn't like a typical like action hero. He was a kind of like an everyday kind of dude um, that's kind of put in this situation, and he had to be badass about it. 
Uh, of course, yeah, you know, I love that's the scene where he's like crawling through uh, the vents and whatnot. And now I feel like every movie does that. But, um, you know, taking on uh, Hans Gruber, uh, the, you know, the iconic. Uh, Alan Rickman, the late Alan Rickman yes. who passed away. I mean, it's just so sad. But, you know, I mean, you know, his legend will live on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, but such a such a good role. Um, what do you think about the sequels? Uh, they were really good, actually. You know, they're really good. But I uh, didn't know anything about the Kevin Smith one because he had a little cameo in there. And uh, oh, that's there right. Another, he was in. Uh, he's he was in one of the. He was in the Die Hard. One of the Die Hard movies, right? Yeah, uh, Live Free Die Hard. Uh-huh. It was something like that. But actually, it was like uh, they were in uh, 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 Courtney. Jai Courtney was in the newer one also. Oh yeah, the one who plays um, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah, that surprised I, me. I haven't seen any of the. I haven't seen like the newer reboot, or not the reboot, but like the sequ- newer sequels and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely the definitely the first uh, couple of ones are iconic. I think it's interesting that they're set during Christmas. I know that director he likes to do that a lot. Um, and of course. Uh, there's another movie I want to talk about too. It's not they really they don't really talk about this one too much. Uh, Death becomes her by um, <laughs> sorry Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meryl Streep, uh, Bruce Willis has um, what's that one uh, actress? Is that the one that was, there was this other female in that? Um, was it uh, um, Goldie Hawn? Goldie Hawn, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. of course uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Oh yeah, interesting Fantastic. movie. It's about immortality. It's like uh, it's about these actresses, right? And then they 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 get this, they get this immortality serum, and it's uh, definitely an interesting role. He and he plays this guy who's kind of caught up between the two women. It is really really interesting because he's like a very nerdy guy. Um, definitely, uh, it shows his range of acting though, because you know after you know after he was in Die Hard, people thought of him as kind of like this action star and whatnot. Um, but it shows, you know, definitely showed his his range of acting in that. The, did you like that movie? Oh yeah, it was really really awesome. You know, I think you know Bruce Willis like you know nailed it out of the park. You know, it's just his style. You know, he's uh he's the best actor. You know, but we wish him a speedy recovery and we hope that he's feeling better and we hope that he's gonna act more or just you know retire because we we all wish him a speedy recovery. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um. But one of my one of my favorite roles uh, that he was in also is uh, Pulp Fiction. I, lo- I love that. I love that that role in Pulp Fiction. We played Butch. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was that reaction? Yeah, he, he was a boxer, right? Yeah, boxer, and of course, uh, Vin Rams is in the movie. And not to get too off topic, but there's a little bit of stuff in there. I just, you know, I mean, I don't know if I should tell it to you on the podcast, but I mean. It is some, you know, colorful metaphors in there, but, you know, stuff in there that, you know, you know, Vin Rames is run over by some car and, you know, Bruce Willis is in the car and uh, Kathy, Kathy Griffin's in there and she has a little cameo. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, it was, there was a lot of cameos. There was also, I think, Margaret Cho was in there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. But it, it was like, you know, really, really different, you know, back in the days, you know, when Kathy Griffin was, you know, like a really good comedian, I guess like she was in there in a, a drama movie and I guess she had a little cameo and, of course, you know... It is what it is, but, you know, but, you know, it just has its, you know, artistic quality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do love that scene, though, when he uh, when he rolls up on Marcellus Wallace and he sees him 
and uh, and then he uh, freaking guns it, and then he sends him flying over his car. And then, uh, especially I love it because they parodied it on The Simpsons. Remember? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Chief, Chief Wiggum, like, Chief Wiggum. You know, it it, it, just, it just had this quality where it's like, you know, I know what I'm gonna get: some donuts. Hey. Yeah, remember he's, help me, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. Remember, he's walking in the street. He's like, "Donuts, I've got donuts." Hey, hey. I know you. <laughs> he just drives over. Yeah, but that scene in, in Pulp Fiction was great. And then, uh, of course, it leads up to the uh, the scene where they get captured by that weird uh, store. Was it like a pawn pawn oh, shop the, or something? The pawn store, and it's it's by a a guy who voices um. Oh, yeah, the, the 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 guy who owns a pawn store. It's uh, Harry. No, it's uh, uh, someone. It's the guy who does that. It's Harry Shearer. It's a uh, no, no, not it's, Harry Shearer, but it's, it's, it's not Harry Shearer. It's uh, a <laughs> um, it's somebody. It's an actor. Sorry, uh, Mr. Herman. Mr. Her- who's that? Oh, um, Harry Shearer portrays him, and he's almost like a George Bush, you know, Daddy Bush lookalike. The voices. Oh, you mean in The Simpsons? Oh yeah, that's him. Yeah, I thought you were talking about it in the movie in Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about now. That's right. But in the in the movie, yeah, he was just some some pawn pawn store owner, and then of course he's like a weird perverted dude who has like a gimp in the basement, and he keeps uh, he keeps uh, he he takes Marcellus down there, and <laughs> he does unspeakable things to him, and then he brings on that. What's that actor's name? I can't remember. He played Dorian in The Mask. Peter Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's he was like he's like a great uh, he's like a great uh, '90s movie villain. I don't know what happened to him. Does he is he in anything anymore? I'm not sure. You know, I I think he retired. I'm not sure. I don't have any facts on that, but I am sure that he's retired. I'm sure he's acting. But you know, it is what it is. You know, he probably you know got tired of acting and he's he's doing some other stuff. I have no idea what he's doing. Uh-huh. But yeah, he was definitely great. But that, that scene was just so weird. But uh, Bruce Willis was badass in that. He grabbed the sword and just, you know, yeah. he he that swing. And uh, a lot of people said that supposedly that was the sword that um, the bride used in uh, Kill Bill. But I mean, obviously that was before Kill Bill. So, But people, you know, they like to tie things together in their mind as like a universe. But it's kind of a neat, I mean... Kind of need to think about it that way, but I don't think it was. But uh, yeah, that was a badass scene. I like how he's like going through and selecting the different uh, the different weapons. Yeah, he uh, got himself a Hattori Hanzo sword and the pawn sword. I know. Yeah, that's what people say. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but that'd be that's that's kind of neat to think that it could be. Um, but I like how he's going through and he's like, no, you know, he's looking at like the, then he look like at a chainsaw and he's looking at a baseball bat or different weapons, and then he he chooses the sword, and then that's badass. And then of course uh, he goes, he goes and frees um, you know Marcellus from the basement after they're doing things to him. And I love that scene where Ving Rhames, and he, he, I think he asks him if he's okay or something like that. And he's like, "What does he say?" I'm gonna have to give him an evil on your ass. Oh yeah, he does say that. But I was thinking about I love that part where he's like, "I'm pretty fucking far from okay" or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. He has a very wide voice, you know, very <laughs> deep, very, you know, iconic voice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he's, he ends up, uh, oh, you know, I like that scene, that part where the, when the gimp, he's on the chain, right? And then he ends up getting like, um, 
who, who was it Bruce Willis or something who or, or was it Ving Rhames who like they attack him and he like and he, he like hangs himself on his like gimp chain uh, that was Bruce Willis who just punched the <laughs> hey, living schnikes out of him uh-huh. yeah that that scene I don't know who came up with that well, I mean obviously it was Tarantino but that, I don't know where he pulled that out of his mind but that was that was an insane scene um, but definitely a great role for Bruce Willis I mean I love the, the whole character of Butch so so he was um he was a boxer, right? Yep. And Marcellus, he wanted him to to throw the fight, and um, he was he he was standing to make like a lot of money, right, off the, off that off that fight. But then Bruce Willis went behind his back, and he bet. I think he bet he put a bunch of money on him because, and then he decided not to throw the fight. And then Marcellus had threatened him ahead of time to not to not get prideful, and think about winning. But he went behind his back and he decided to, I think he bet, bet like a shitload of money on, on himself on the fight. And he ended up winning it. And then he ended up like trying to get the fuck out of town because Marcellus Wallace, you know, he's a you know, big crime crime guy and he was going to come after him. Well, you know, it's a really good movie. I think it's the 38th anniversary of it. I mean, it's been now for 38 years. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, something like that. But they did that. Uh, did you see at the Oscars, they did that little tribute? Oh, yeah. Very good tribute. Yeah. You know, Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman. That was funny. Paul John Kvolta. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, I think he looked good like that. But he was doing the, the him and uh, Travolta and uh, Uma were doing the dance. And then uh, <laughs> Samuel Jackson looked, looked uh, so awkward in between them. He was just like, some people can't give up, you know, give things up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was funny that little bit, but and not to get too off topic here, but it's not too off topic. It's still pulp fiction, but um, yeah, and I like that whole uh, interaction between him and uh, his was his wife or girlfriend or something like that. That French was she French or something? Oh yeah, that that, that French girlfriend. Yeah, uh, something her name I forget what her name is, but oh you know, I just you yeah. know. And oh, the whole uh, I totally forgot I mean, I that whole bit about the watch that was so iconic. That ah, the the watch with uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, yeah, when it shows him as a kid. Yeah, it had a very good. And he starts thing, talking about like, how, you know, yeah, he, he he gets the he he's he was gifted that watch. Um, from it was, it was his dad, right? Yeah, it was from his dad, and, and of course then, it happened during the war. And of course, you know, Christopher Walken with his dialogue, he said, you know. Uh, you know, I, I I got this watch from the war, and of course, it, it always happens. But you know, uh, you know, your dad entrusted me with this watch, and you know, oh no, no, yeah, that's right. He was a friend of his dad, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, for some reason, I thought it was his dad. But then, uh, remember, wait, so what was the story about the watch? Uh, he had to get he had to get the watch, and you know, put it in somewhere you wouldn't want to be. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was his butthole, right? Was, he put it in his ass. Yeah, but it, and I think that's how you get like uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Hopefully, he cleaned it you know, before he gave it to him. But yeah, but it's like it's it's just out there. But you know, fans of Pulp Fiction, you have got to see this. It is so good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was uh, so. I, it was a dad that his dad died. Right, Bruce Willis's dad in the movie. And yeah, then, and then and then because he hid the watch in his butt, and then. And then he gave the watch to his friend, which is Christopher Walken, who hit it in his butt. Yep. In his ass, you know, because uh, he'd be damned if they get a hold of that watch. And then so he ended, up, he ended up passing it along to, to you know, Bruce Willis. And there's a whole scene where he forgets because uh, they're hightailing out of town because, you know, obviously he bet 
or he 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 didn't throw the match like he promised Marcellus, and so they have to get the fuck out of there. And he ended up leaving the watch at the hotel, and it was this big deal because you know he it's his, the watch is special to him, so he has to go back. And of course, um, you know uh, John Travolta's character uh, is uh, in a you know he works for Marcellus Wallace, and then so he was sent out to kill Bruce Willis. And so he's there waiting for him at the hotel. And I love that scene where he's uh, he goes back to get the watch, and he when he hears the toilet flush, right? Yeah, you know, it's a really iconic, but of course, yeah. you know, Bruce Willis, you know, Swiss cheeses, you know, that guy, but you know, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, it just surprised me. It was like, you know, something, I thought it was like, you know, a surprise fight, you know, comes out. Ah! I know, I, I like how he's, he's just sitting there and he, well, at first he, I think he first he sees the Uzi on the table, right? Yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? And then, and then all of a sudden he hears a toilet flush, so he grabs the Uzi. And then John Travolta comes out, and, and then at that at that point he knows he's like fucked. And he just blows him away, and then the you know the smoke from the gun sets off the detector, and just it's just one of those great shots. And it's like a long shot where you see him, and he goes. I think he goes into the apartment, and he goes and gets the thing, and then he ends up killing. Uh, what's what's his character's name? I can't. I'm drawing a blank here. John Travolta. What's his What's the character's name? Uh, uh Vincent Vega. Vincent Vega. And, yeah, yeah. And then uh, wasn't wasn't the wasn't that character from? Um, um, where's where's blah, 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 blah. I cannot I can't speak today. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> but yeah, uh, and interesting though the the character Vincent Vega isn't he supposed to be the brother of Vic Vega from uh, Reservoir Dogs? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it has to be like that. But I I guess you know Tarantino must have, you know uh, I I think it was like a a cross between something. So it's like I I, I have no idea. But I mean I'm pretty sure. I mean th- there were pretty good hints about that. But I didn't see a brother in the Pulp Fiction movie. But yeah, I mean they, they never like talked. I don't think they directly talked about it. But they have the same last name. And I think I'm pretty sure Tarantino mentioned that they were related or something like that. But anyway, uh, anyway, Bruce Willis shoots him, and then there's like that long shot where he like he, he ends up leaving uh, the building, and then he goes into the car. And I think that's afterwards. Um, is when he gets into that altercation with uh, Marcellus, and they end up in the gimp chamber or whatever. But um, I mean, there's so, there's so many good bits for Bruce Willis in that movie. I think that's that's to be. I mean, yeah, that has to be like one of my favorite roles of his. Uh, and then of course the iconic line after he he kills. Um, yeah, after they kill Zed, Zed, right? That was the name of the guy. Um, one of the guys. Yeah. That, that yeah, they uh, the they kill Zed, and you know it, it just. And I had no idea what happened, but it was like, yeah. you know, and Bruce Willis got the motorcycle and yeah, he still Zed's vroom. And yeah, he's still Zed's chopper and he takes it back to, uh, to, and he meets his girlfriend back at the, at the place, at the hotel, right? Yep. And then, uh, and then, um, wow. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So then remember she's like, oh, you know, where'd you get the motorcycle from? It's not a motorcycle, babe. It's a chopper. Where'd you get the chopper from? I got it from Zed. Who's Zed? And then what does what does he say? Zed's dead. Yeah, <laughs> I love that line. Just, Zed's you know, dead, baby. Zed's dead. Yeah, you know it just happens. You know I don't know if they're gonna make a remake, but oh, I no, doubt did. it. Yeah, it's they, classic. Yeah, they can't. They can never make a remake of Pulp Fiction. It's a good movie, but I would not recommend it to children because no, it's no, violent. No. But I would recommend it to people who are Quentin Tarantino fans because I assume that you know when people watch watch you know Reservoir Dogs, they watch True Romance, they watch uh, Pulp Fiction, they watch Four Rooms, they watch From Dusk Till Dawn. 
Oh yeah, isn't that a uh, what's his name? A Tarantino uh, movie. Well, Tar- Tarantino was in it, but Danny was, Trejo. Wasn't that uh, that's um, Robert Rodriguez, right? Yes, that, that was yeah, Robert that, Rodriguez. That we definitely have to talk about that in in another pod. Um, that that movie is fucking epic. The uh, from Dust Till Dawn. It, that it's totally a twist. Like if you haven't seen it, I wouldn't look up anything about it. But from Dust Till Dawn, it totally it it goes and totally does like a fucking one eighty. Because then there's like this part where, like it 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 starts off as like a. It looks like it's it's like uh, just like a regular like, like a action type movie, right? But then all of a sudden it turns into a whole other type of movie. Uh, it's great. It's great. But um, anyway, not to not to get too off topic here. Nope. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Which oh yeah. About that oh, movie? oh, it's good. You know, uh, Bruce Willis can act in anything. You know, he's a very good actor. You know, Haley Joel Osment. I think he was six years old, seven years old, eight years old when he did that movie. Well, it was. I, it was yeah, it was one of those ages. I think. Yeah, you know, not to get too off topic, but it was a really good movie, and I think that you know, fans of Bruce Willis will want to see this, and I believe that. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if, if you're a Bruce Willis fan, you've probably already seen it. I mean, I, mean, I think it's just one of those iconic, you know, iconic roles that's going to live, you know, with his legacy forever. And of course, um, twists, you know, to the twist ending and Sh- Shyamalan twist is that he's uh, he's a ghost, right? And yeah, then, spoiler know. alert, spoiler for an old, old movie, but. Well, you know, I mean, if you've already seen it, you, you've seen it. But yeah, it, it definitely. Um, one of my, one of my favorite movies, which. Um, I never had never I never had seen it before, uh, but then there was that movie that came out split with um, what's his James name? McAvoy McAvoy yeah um, yeah you know it was really 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 out there and it was really really good uh, but it just had like you know the the essence of you know uh, villainous and you know Samuel Jackson who plays a uh, Mister Glass and whatnot and he's yeah. like you know the best but yeah um. But the movie Unbreakable, yeah, I, I never had uh, never had thought about watching it before. I think I might have heard about it, but uh, when the movie Split came out, that was a really good movie. And then I, uh, they did that little uh, cameo at the end with Bruce Willis, and uh, I was like, "What the heck is that?" And so I had to look it up, and then I found out about Unbreakable, and then uh, how they were doing this interconnected universe. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and so uh, you know, I went to check that out. Good movie, and. Uh, and then they eventually made the sequel to Split Glass. You know, of course, it has Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson reprising his role from from uh, Unbreakable, and it was kind of kind of like a little mini uh, superhero universe movie. Uh, what do you think? Did you ever see uh, uh, Glass? Oh yeah, I, I I did. I I saw Glass, and you know, I think it's really really good that you know Samuel Jackson is a very very good actor. He has his you know colorful metaphors to say, and you know, he's very classic. Uh, I think he's doing more movies. I'm not sure, but I did see him on some Capital One commercials. So I think that he is doing doing very good for himself. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, he has his role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, he's pretty much uh, done with the movies, but I think he's coming back for some of the shows on uh, on Disney Plus and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean that yeah that was a, that was a good movie as well. I think he uh, I think he did a great job, and you know acting. Uh, Opposite McAvoy in that, uh, it was just interesting seeing the uh, the battle between the two the two characters, you know, because he, you know, of course you have McAvoy's character who is like a, he has like multiple personalities, but the whole thing about it is like um, 
the personalities become so real that he's able to like kind of more kind of morph his body into like this uh almost like creature where he's like he has like super strength right and the thing about bruce willis is that he's unbreakable so like he's you know he has he's he's almost like invincible right so like that they're like perfect for each other because like you know bruce willis is like kind of like the superhero in this in the story and then uh mcavoy's like the villain and then they have like that they fight at the end you know just it's just very interesting uh any other any other bruce willis movies that uh you really enjoyed oh uh yeah um the uh what was it called it was uh there was a um looper oh yeah i almost forgot about looper looper was really good um yeah it was an interesting story it was like a time time travel right so it was like uh like the ma- the mafia or something they were sending people back in in time and then they would like they set up like this deal with these this group of people where they would send them back in time and then uh to be killed like to the, they would do hits on these people and and so the, the thing is it had joseph gordon levitt and had jeff daniels of course oh yeah he was in that wasn't he was he in that i don't i haven't seen it in a while yeah he, he played the weatherman or whatever villainous name he was but he's a good villain in movies yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but was, yeah, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he played a young version of Bruce Willis. And uh, so Bruce Willis was sent back in time to be killed because uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was, he was one of these people who, who was uh, in charge of killing the people that were sent back in time, uh, you know, that, that had the hit put on him. And he was in charge of killing them. And it turns out that, you know, they send back Bruce Willis, who was the older version of himself, to be killed, and so he has to like he was in charge of killing himself. It's this whole thing. It's this uh, interesting premise. Um, it was it was weird it was seeing uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt like they put those prosthetics on him to transition uh, his features to start looking like Bruce Willis, and so he was like a weird like uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt Bruce Willis hybrid. It's it's very interesting. Uh, did you did you like that movie at all? Oh yeah, it was very very good. I I I give it two thumbs up, and of course I don't know if they're gonna make a sequel of it, but hey, you know it it's a good movie. You know it's it's good. It's entertainable. It's uh has good articulate qualities. You know has has good casting. You know it has you know um good plot. It has uh you know good stuff. But you know it's it's, it's just all good. But you know um you know. It is what it is. Definitely. Uh, so out of all the movies, which one do you, would you say is like your top? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. I think I would choose that one, too. And of course, it's a close second, Die Hard. I mean, that's definitely an iconic, iconic movie. The first one, the second one, and the, the first third one. one. I love the first one. I mean, come on. You can't. Hans Gruber and and John McClane going toe-to-toe. That's like that's just a great damn movie. Um, but I, I love I love the ensemble cast of Pulp Fiction. Uh, two big solid movies for him. I mean, definitely definitely an icon. Uh, I feel like uh, yeah, we're gonna miss him in the, uh, seeing him in the theaters. Uh, he he's had like a whole slew of movies uh, come out uh, recently, uh, just like on streaming and whatnot. Uh, just I think I think the thing was that he was trying to um, kind of get in a lot of uh, movies just so he can kind of. St- dash some money away because I feel like he you know he knew he was going to end up retiring anyway because of his illness uh, so there's a lot been a lot of uh, Bruce Willis movies uh, streaming I know he caught a lot of shit 
because of the quality uh, wasn't so good. But I mean, now knowing what we know about him, it's you know, you know, cut that guy some slack. Um, so I think I'm going to go ahead and check out some of those movies that he has streaming because he's had a lot of movies come out in the last few years. So you know, maybe we'll check some of those out. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely an icon. Definitely, you know, very, very, you know, watchable movies. You know, he has a way of, you know, um, just being the best actor ever. So, uh, in conclusion, you know, he he's the best actor, and we wish him the best, and we just want him to feel better. For sure. All right, I think this uh, concludes this episode of the Men Who Watch Movies. Uh, we want to thank you for listening, and uh, we look forward to uh, having you. You know. Having you uh, join us again next week. Uh, you can listen to us every Friday. Uh, we have it here on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. And uh, we also uh, have a Twitter account if you want to check us out, at Men Watch Movies. So why don't you go uh, check us out on there. And uh, we want to thank you again for listening. My name is Alec. And my name is DJ. And keep on watching. I'll buy that for a dollar.